Okay, okay, okay. Versatile Vigilante, Young Vince, Uncle Vinny, very special guest in the building. Ivneet Sira. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for coming out. Highly appreciate it. Thank you for reaching out. My pleasure. So <laughs> I really, really am excited to talk to you because you're someone that I've seen kind of doing your thing in the city on a bunch of different ventures creatively bunch of other things community wise psychology wise yes (laughs) a bunch of different things so i'd love to uh love to dive in to that with you i know you said this is kind of your first sit down interview so Mm -hmm. would love to kind of know where you grew up and we can kind of go from there okay uh so i grew up born and raised in brampton ontario um kind of didn't really know anything about my creative self until I would say university or didn't tap into it fully until university came um and then ever since then I've been I started out as a model and then creative directing and then obviously I was going to school for psychology so I'm still tapped into that um and yeah starting my master's in September as we just spoke about absolutely and the end goal for my studies is to be a psychotherapist, but I'm going to keep my creative self going forever as well. I love that. I, I kind of creeped the IG, do some research before, and I noticed <laughs> yeah. you have, I, I thought that was super cool that you're very, like very deep into a creative world and very deep into yeah. a completely different world, yeah. the psychiatry, but psychology. I feel like they still mesh in together when I'm producing projects like without my psychology side I'm not really able to not not able to but it helps so much to uh, ideate you know and really come up with concepts that mean something to me but yeah I love that yeah do you feel it's because you're kind of needing to relate to different types of people and is that a factor exactly that because even when I started Um, creative directing first I started creative directing my own uh, shoots where I was the model and I was just like doing everything and then I started you know um, bringing on people and collaborating with them and that's when I really realized that everyone had this appreciation for you know concepts that really had meaning and not just you know based on fashion or something like that Um, but yeah really and I take them from my own experiences as well, like my own life experiences. I would have, I wouldn't be able to produce what I produce without my own life experiences. Hundred yeah. percent. That's the best art when it you lived it. Exactly. You know the best exactly. music, best movies, best anything. Anything. You know? You're right. You touched on something interesting though that I kind of want to ask you about, where you said you didn't really dive into the creative side of you until university was there something that kind of led to that (laughs) um so first year for me like first year of university for me was really was a really like transformative year um you know went through a lot of just like discovering myself and a lot of just hardships to be honest and after that first year I just like the way I picked myself back up and I kind of dove into dive dove dove into (laughs) um 
like all these kind of spiritual uh, ideologies. And from there, that's when I started building the concepts and really applying things, to be honest, because I was learning all these things and like nothing felt applied. So once I started applying it, that's when I really took off, like as an individual. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting, because I think that's, I think a lot of people can relate to that, where it's like the university years are very formative, mm -hmm. but you took it into like actually doing something. Like I yeah. think a lot of people can say it was very <laughs> formative, but continue to live their life a similar mm -hmm. way. You made a pretty big life change. I really did, honestly. Like after first second year everyone not everyone but people re reach out to me and say like i'm so like amazed at your growth and i was like i feel like i didn't even really realize it until recently that like i'm really you know doing what i didn't think i would ever be doing but yeah it's all all to my experiences to be honest i love that i've had this type of a conversation with people before where it's kind of like once you once you accomplish something that you didn't think you could do, mm -hmm. then it like unlocks a whole exactly. other thing, right? Exactly. And I really, I love um, this one quote. It's, it's like, opportunities only arise when like you're prepared for them. And I honestly, like I don't believe in luck. I do not believe in luck because that just kind of, dismisses all that you've worked for right so yeah honestly everything happens for a reason and i got the opportunities when i was ready for them and i just kept applying myself there's obviously times when you know things take a toll on you but if you know how to pick yourself back up and just keep going then there's really no stopping you honestly <laughs> i completely agree because i think what that is is you're taking you're taking responsibility for your action, you know, like if I make a mistake, I learn from it. If I achieve something, wow. Exactly. Like, let's keep exactly. going. I yeah. love that, man. That's an amazing, that's a, an amazing story. What was the first like kind of creative venture you, you put together? Oh. Mm, my first real project that I was proud of. My first real project that I was proud of was actually, I don't know, it's it's still pin, pinned on my, or I don't know if it is, but it's pinned on my um, Instagram. It's mm -hmm. the, the Matrix project. Because I watched The Matrix when I was like from like high school days, but when I really, you know, watched it again and I wanted to put together um, a project that really portrayed what it was like for me to watch it, um yeah i wish that like i wish i uh, submitted that to magazines and stuff but i wasn't on my mind at the time i just wanted to create something that felt like how i felt when i watched the matrix but yeah was it that a, was my uh, first. like visual it was a video yeah it was it would no it was a photo shoot okay. it was a photo shoot um yeah i got together a couple of team members and it was i think it was really cold that day <laughs> we shot it in toronto it was like four four hours. We went to like two different locations, but it was all really worth it. That was my first like big project that I got a lot of support with, support from. But yeah, 
the Matrix project. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. I love nice. that film as well. What? I, yeah. Go ahead. Say what you were gonna say. I, I said I, was, I haven't watched the the whole trilogy, Me but neither. yeah, I think I watched first and third, but or even the one that just came out, but not the second one. The first one is just so like. Of course, they made sequels because it was a huge hit, yeah. but the first one is elite, man. Yeah, it's honestly unbeatable. What was your favorite part of it? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of it. I think it's the end when he realizes that he is the chosen one despite what anyone else was saying. Because after that, he just goes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and there's honestly no stopping him. <laughs> For real, he unlocked that in him. Yeah. I always just found it so interesting in that movie where, like, I really, one of the scenes that always sticks with me, I forget his name, the bald guy who becomes um, bad. The Not Morpheus. He becomes an actor. Like, he sells his soul, basically, to be, remember that? Is the white guy? Yeah. I don't remember his name. But you know who I'm talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, when yeah, he's yeah. like, I want to be someone important, like mm -hmm. an actor. Like he sells his whole soul. Like he sells out all his people for that fame. And I just thought it was so relatable for, you know. What we, we see. Exactly. What we see in society. Yeah. Exactly. There's so many artists nowadays that like they're just completely different. And I see it on social media, like Doja Cat sam smith like so many celebrities like they start out like so authentic right and then like a couple months later or years later they're just i don't know doing some demonic things and it's it's honestly really scary i would never want to be that famous <laughs> honestly that's a huge thing man and i'm sure as a as a, a, a psychology psychology or psychiatry? psychology psychology psychiatry is more like the difference between psychologists and psychiatrists is psychiatrists can prescribe medication, gotcha. but I don't believe in Western medication, so I wouldn't want to pursue that. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> now I want to ask you about that. Where did that come from? Was that always or as you've gotten older? Uh, no, definitely as I got older. I don't think I really had a, an opinion on it like prior to university or like, yeah, university. Um, but it's just so so many side effects, so many it's it's honestly just the system like the food leads to pharmacy and they all just play a role and once you get trapped into it, like it's a quick fix. That's the thing. Western medicine is a quick fix. But if you really like we have everything we need to heal ourselves. Right. I truly believe that. It, but it takes time and that's what people don't like. So they just you know, result to Western medicine to heal themselves, but they're not really healing themselves. They're just, it's like a temporary thing. Like if you take medicine, say like you take medicine for a depression or ADHD or something like that, you have to take it every day. But it's instead of, you know, working on what it is that's causing that inside, wouldn't you rather want to alleviate yourself from it rather than just, you know, put temporary blockers on it? 100 percent yeah. not really dealing with the root exactly it's a mask exactly that's and super true like in high school my mother got diagnosed with cancer and i don't think i really processed it at that time like i didn't really know what it meant or what was going on but 
she got re-diagnosed recently and I've just like we didn't we we like she got surgery and everything but we're trying to you know steer away from the western medication route and really heal from within and use natural sources to you know get rid of that but yeah that's like that's why I'm so like definite on it now <laughs> because I'm like seeing people around me that are dealing with things that are you know treatable naturally right yeah good for you man i think it's important to have like your beliefs you know mm -hmm. like i i believe in this it's not normal like it's not the mainstream belief but mm -hmm. i believe in it you exactly. know and i respect them and i respect anyone that's willing to put your money where your mouth is where exactly. it's like no let's live by this exactly exactly i love that man and then with Going back to more of the creative side, I still want to dive into psychology yes. <laughs> 100%. But with the creative side, so you, you put that put that Matrix project together, which is a huge accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Getting people in one place, first of all, not I an know. easy thing to do. <laughs> and then getting people to collab on a project, not an easy thing yeah. to do. Do you feel like that kind of ignited something in you where it's like, wow, I, I really enjoyed this? Yeah, honestly, because... Before that, I was just, you know, put like, like I said before, I was just using myself as the model and, right. you know, doing everything by myself. But like, even, even to the point where I was shooting myself, like just setting up a timer. Um, but when you're able to share the experience of producing with someone and like have people on your team that understand the value of the concept that you're putting together, then it's really like life changing, honestly. The people I've worked with and met, through my creative journey, journey, sorry, I am so grateful for, honestly. They're, like, I'm very particular about who I work with, especially mm -hmm. on a project. Like, I'll meet, you know, people to, in, like, events I go to and everything. But in terms of who I work with, I feel like I'm very particular because I don't want people to come on my team like just because like I don't believe in just because like everything needs to be with intention I don't want you to come on my project because you're a pretty face like that's not what I need you for nice. I need you to understand where I'm coming from and why I'm doing this so yeah I love I love that man I completely yeah. understand what you're talking about because I, I feel like I'm a similar way because mm -hmm. your work is not just work like exactly you know what I'm saying we all have bills to pay we do things yeah. <laughs> to put food on the table but that is like a passion that is mm -hmm. like nah like this is my beliefs exactly you, know, you can't bend you can't bend those things exactly that's very real yeah intention is honestly very very powerful and important to me like I don't I don't believe in doing things without intention and another like quote i've i saw this like maybe first first year of university <clears throat> said like without intention you're you're just lost like you're you're derailed yeah. because you're like you'll be doing things and i spoke about this at like the event i hosted as well but you're not able to feel fulfilled if you're not putting an intention in anything you're doing you could be busy from the moment you wake up to the moment you put your head to rest but if you don't have intention in any of those things then you're gonna put your head to rest feeling empty there's no there's no intention so 
Yeah. Hundred percent agree, man. It's, and I think we talked a bit about like Western medicine. I think that's mm-hmm. a Western thing too, of just like yeah. let's go, 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 <laughs> exactly. go. Like let me bang my head against the wall mm-hmm. just to show that I'm busy, like exactly. working. When really, that's not accomplishing anything. Yeah. Like, sometimes I think taking it slow, a little slower to reflect, think what is. What am I doing? Exactly. That's human too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've had that experience before. I think most people do where it's like, what am I really doing here? Yeah. Like maybe you got to switch some things yeah. up, you know? And that's when I think you you help yourself. I feel like people fall into those kind of um, mindsets when they're only focused on the end goal and not like... Like, if you start something, if you start a new business or, like, a new project and you're only thinking about the end goal, you're going to, like, you're not going to be able to enjoy and really experience all that you can experience if you limit yourself to, like, an end goal. Because that end goal can be, like, multiplied if you just let go sometimes. But, yeah, I, I truly believe in that. And I also saw one of your videos. I was scrolling through yours too. Sick. Love it. <laughs> um, where you said, like, what's the rush? Like, what is the rush? There's no there's no rush. Like, you were saying that, like, you can have one bad week and then have a good week. But there's literally 50 weeks left. Like, I resonated with that so heavily because you can live each day, like, as a day. Like, another ideology I um, kind of try to live by is... Like, I don't want to live by, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, every day is a day. You don't need to feel bad on a Monday just because it's a Monday. You don't need to dread a Sunday because you know Monday is coming next. Like, I don't want to live by that because there's so many, you know, lost days just because of a label we've put on them. Absolutely right, man. Shout out to you for watching that clip. But <laughs> yo, I, I completely agree because I think we we get so foggy sometimes. Like, yo, I got this to do, this to do, this mm-hmm. responsibility, this. Mm-hmm. And of course, that is part of life, but it's our life, man. Exactly. Like, what the hell? Exactly. Like, that's the, I like that you brought up the days example because mm-hmm. I've started to kind of do that myself too, especially with Sunday. Like, you know, the Sunday scaries, like, oh man. Yeah. Like, and I remember like fucking wasting so many Sundays just because, like, exactly. Oh, I gotta go to work <laughs> or school tomorrow. It's like, why, bro? It's the same day. Like, <clears throat> it's ridiculous. Like, I understand that it's definitely harder when, like, you do, you know, have a nine to five and you're like on that kind of schedule but i feel like you can still jump out of that and not limit yourself to just like like the experiences that you have in your routine exactly it's a mindset exactly i i I really went through that heavily last year like around the time i put that clip out Mm -hmm. and because i was going through things where i would like i maybe didn't handle it that well where i'm Mm -hmm. like oh if i get through this then it's like clean, clear sailing. And then mm-hmm. I realized after, like, yo, that's that's what I'm doing. Like, what I'm doing is what I'm doing. If I don't yeah. enjoy it, like, I'm kind of silly. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Of course, stress happens and bad yeah. situations happen. But the situation you're you're in, like, you can't that's speed it what up, life bro. Is. That's what that's life really is. That's what life is. Exactly. Life is all about experiences. I don't think people, like, just sit down and just taken that what they're going through like it's like that's 
that's what's making them like people don't ugh, like the con not the concept of journey but just like the journey itself like people say all the time like oh it's just a journey but i don't feel like they really understand like it's something like it's just a never-ending thing like <laughs> i don't know Literally. how else to say it like your day is your that's your life exactly. like you're that's literally your life man i don't know how old are you if you don't mind me asking guess 24 23 pretty yeah. good turned 23 in april happy birthday oh i saw that actually i saw oh. you posted that too yeah 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 <laughs> i sound like a creep but i, I checked your ig no that's um, okay it's there for yo, that reason you're wise beyond your years because oh, that's shit you. that i've been trying to learn about you know and, and i love that you say this sort of stuff because seeing your art i could see that Thank you know you. what I'm saying? Like Thank you. And you can see with, with certain types of art, content, photography, videos, music, you mm -hmm. can tell when it's just like, this is to get famous. This is to try yeah. to get popular. Or, yeah. no, there's something behind this. Like, someone's heart and soul was poured into mm -hmm. this, you know? And I can see that with your work. Thank and you. Thank you. It, it's appreciated, man. I, I, I fuck with it. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like that that's, again, the thing. Like, if you focus on like only getting famous and only, you know, doing things to be popular. You're again, just focusing on the end goal instead of learning about your artistry, like on Absolutely. your journey. But yeah. and we have so many examples too, where we see like, it's so common now with, we're seeing like celebrities, for example, where mm -hmm. they just can't handle all the fame and all the abundance of pretty exactly. much anything they yeah. want and that should be examples for us to say that's not mm -hmm. good like to just have all that is not good it's mm -hmm. it's distraction it's clutter like we don't need the shit that comes with it it's exactly. really the art and yeah the people you have around you that's what it is mm -hmm. that's success in my right. eyes you know right being able to like inspire i feel like there's so many there's so little celebrities out there, or maybe I just don't know them, but that really, you know, use their platform to inspire. Like, they're only focused on themselves and, you know, in my opinion, the wrong things. And they have so much potential to honestly change the world. They, like, like, like an artist can influence so many teenagers and young adults to, like, through their music or through, like, anything, but they don't. I feel that they don't use that potential to influence and it's really sad to see honestly you're absolutely right and and again that was a really why well, i was excited to talk to you and why i reached mm -hmm. out to so sophia shout mm -hmm. out sophia shout out. <laughs> definitely want to talk about that event you guys threw but like watching what you guys were doing i'm like no they're these are two girls doing good shit like yeah. making things happen doing yes. cool stuff <laughs> clearly like respected too Mm -hmm. you know and it's just so cool to see because to your point it's so easy to do the opposite exactly so easy to just do shit to get you know yeah instant gratification but what good does that do exactly it's like the temporary will always or not the temporary because everything's temporary but the easy the fast is that's what shows me that it's not necessarily there's no substance in it like right. if you if you feel yourself like getting things done fast like you just like on a roll just doing things like say you do like a hundred photo shoots 
in two months, like how many of those were really meaningful to you? Like, were you just doing that just so you can pay your bills, which is fine too, but like, and I feel like people get lost in that because yeah. they're just, and then they're burnt out and then they don't want to do things anymore. And then it's just a vicious cycle. It is a vicious cycle, man. That's like, that's why I want to have people in the city doing their thing to tell their story because mm -hmm. there's different ways to do things. Exactly. You know, you have your own style and someone might be able to say, wow, I kind of relate to what mm -hmm. she's saying. Yo, people can get inspired by that yeah. type of shit, man. So I commend, I commend you for what you've been doing. Thank you. Doing Thank good you. shit. And I think it's only the beginning. It is only the beginning. <laughs> 100%. You, you threw your first event. My first recently. event, yes. How do you pronounce it? It's Ikigai. Ikigai. Well, Japanese it's a Japanese. Yeah, it's a. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, like in Japanese. Okay. But, um, Probably yeah, pretty close. Ikigai. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's pretty close. Um, but yeah, we, me and Sophia, we, uh, we did a photo shoot together. So this is how it all came together. So we did a photo shoot together. She reached out to me. She said she wanted me to help creative direct. And we came up with the photo shoot, got it done. That was in like February. And we did that so that we could um, present it at one of like the, they're like Fashion Art Toronto. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been to one of those. Yeah. Dope. Um, we wanted to exhibit it at that, but we didn't get accepted. But we said that before we even started that we were going to like do an exhibition regardless of if we get accepted to them or not. And I'm so glad we didn't like everything <laughs> happens for a reason because we wouldn't have, we probably wouldn't have Ikigai without it. Right. So we, we were originally just going to, um, do the exhibition just for that one project that we did. Like that was the main project at um, presented at Ikigai, but then we're like, no, we should, you know, make it bigger and bring in other artists that kind of have the same mentality as us. Um, but we wanted to, like we chose Ikigai, like the concept of Ikigai, like finding, you know, meaning in life and purpose and all that because because of the things we kind of just talked about like feeling lost and you know derailed from like what you want to do or what you thought you wanted to do um so we put that together and we wanted to you know kind of incorporate some conversations into ikigai i wish you were there honestly we would have had a lovely conversation but next one <laughs> um but yeah we kind of just ask the audience questions like throughout like what is your purpose do you feel that you found your purpose um kind of you know went on little tangents about now about not feeling uh you know alone in this journey because there's so many people out here that you know they'll go to events like these and they'll all be feeling kind of like scared and you know lost and especially in the creative industry like it's so common um, but we wanted to host it so that people can understand that there's so many other people on the same kind of journey as you. But that was that, that was the main goal, just to have people connect and, um, you know, just talk to strangers about their own 
journeys. <laughs> Talk to strangers, the opposite exactly. of what our parents told us. I love that. Exactly. <laughs> That's very cool, man. You know what? I, I, I saw like the posting of the event. It looked amazing. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know that that's kind of what you guys were doing. So that's yeah. really, really cool to hear. Yeah. Someone actually um, reached out after. It's like, oh, I'd like, I thought it was going to be more like a workshop. And like that just like sparks, sparks. I was like, okay, I need to do that next. So I'm trying to plan something along the lines of a workshop. Not necessarily, I don't know what yet, mm -hmm. but something that connects people even more need some help let me know yes for sure i would love all the help i can get 100 <laughs> percent, man so you, how was the feedback you got from the event oh feedback was amazing even like while we were there people when people were leaving first of all people stayed for like the whole four hours nice because exhibits i've been to like you you know look at the art yeah talk to a couple people for a few minutes and then you leave but yeah. people were there for hours just talking and that was again the main goal like people like i just wanted people to not even just like talk about the art that was surrounding them but just talk about themselves and you know why they're there right um sorry what was your question basically just how the feedback was. oh like the feedback how, yeah yeah the feedback um i think we accomplished like what we set out to do because everyone said it was a very like welcoming environment and that's all we wanted to create because you go to events in Toronto and everyone's just stingy and you don't really want to talk to them. So, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to everything the opposite of that. And that's what we did. That's an awesome <laughs> goal, man. I know exactly. I'm someone that likes to pop up and, and go mm -hmm. to different things. And some events I've been to that are super, like, dope and other ones are just, like, Kind of what you're describing exactly like, maybe i'm just an awkward guy but i'm like fuck this is no but that's what i'm saying what like I, mean? I don't think that's what it is it's yeah, not that you're vibes. an awkward guy it's that you're not because you can be awkward and still feel welcome right. you know yeah yeah but it is a bit of a cool like a cool fest that's certain exactly i don't like that, don't like that <laughs> because either, no one man. especially in the creative industry i feel like it's all supposed to be about community and you know collaboration whether that's just perspectives or actual projects but if you don't really take that into consideration then it's just a then it's just a race for whoever's cooler yes that makes no sense to me which honestly. is never cool exactly <laughs> opposite of cool absolutely and this i mean this as a, a hundred percent compliment too i feel like kind of what you guys are doing is a little on the underground side of things which is what i mean is like for example, you were told no for the fashion art Toronto, mm -hmm. so let's make our own. Mm -hmm. Like no, that's exactly. such an amazing spirit. That's like a exactly. punk spirit, you know? Like <laughs> Exactly. I relate to it again. Like, fuck it, you tell me no, mm -hmm. do something even better. Rejection is redirection. Hundred percent. And mostly when you do get rejected, you'll stumble upon something that's even greater. Like in terms of Ikigai, yes, but like in terms of anything, like Say you get rejected from a job, you'll find a better job. It, it doesn't have to be, you know, a week from then, but it'll it'll come. And you'll be grateful that everything went how it was supposed to. You're exactly right. I think it kind of blends into what we were talking about earlier, where it's just like, yo, your life is your life. Like, you have to know that you're worth something. You mm -hmm. can't ever let someone tell you your value. Like, exactly. unless they're telling you they care for you so much mm -hmm. and, like, 
positive yeah <laughs> you know but to, for someone to say like no you're not good enough like mm-hmm. that's crazy to believe that mm-hmm. someone tells you that you can't believe that you, yeah you know i feel like it's also about comparisons too like we do it to ourselves i i, I think everyone to an extent compares themselves but like in the creative industry it's so harmful because like creatives like at the end of the day it it is all about you know the kind of work you're producing and whether you're whether or not people are responding to it but you can't let your authenticity is that how you pronounce it authenticity absolutely you can't let that you know leave or like not align with it just because you're not putting out things that people are liking because if you start putting out things that people are people like but they don't you know relate to you then what are you really doing absolutely right man i'm very very happy you understand that at Mm -hmm. like a younger age because i've seen it too many times where people bend to other what someone else tells them to do exactly and that creates a spiral man Mm -hmm. that creates a thing where i think that's when we talk you kind of lose what you were doing in the first place Mm -hmm. bro you gotta be your vision i feel if you (laughs) see it clearly it's all that really matters not everyone's gonna see what Mm -hmm. you see but honestly even that like at one point, someone will see it. Exactly. The right people. Exactly. The right people for you. Because you can, like, not every crowd is for you. Exactly. Like, you don't, you don't need to be appreciated by the same crowd that another photographer or artist is appreciated by. Exactly. But, I don't know. <laughs> That's just something people have to come, like, have to realize on their own, to be honest. Real shit. And I feel like we're kind of like when i say people it's because i used to feel that way you know mm-hmm. like it's the same sometimes we have to learn like it's not something you weren't born mm-hmm. and just thinking the shit yeah. you experienced things <laughs> exactly. you had great events in your life traumatic events mm-hmm. fun sad like everything that all adds into it you know mm-hmm. like you learn about this shit yeah and that's sure. that's why i say like people i'm included in that mm-hmm. like you're included in that we're all the same all but the same no one's above anyone no no one's above <laughs> no one's below but you gotta you gotta fucking do what you gotta exactly. do exactly <laughs> as funny as that sounds it's super true yeah i feel like the more it's weird though because the more you like immerse yourself within the right community the more you find your true self as well like the importance like i honestly didn't like listen to my parents when i was younger about like the people i had around me mm-hmm. but oh my god like it's so important like yeah the younger days they can shape you but like university days and like young adult days oh my god you can really impact your potential with the people you surround yourself by and i know that's so like cliche to say and it sounds obvious but you may not even realize the people you're surrounding yourself with are not inspiring you. They're not motivating you. They're not, you know, doing better than you. Like, they're not they're not benefiting you in any way. Yeah, could, they could be, like, fun people to hang out with. But if they're not assisting you in finding yourself and, you know, finding who you could be 
and telling you about yourself, yeah. then they're like they're not they're not doing anything for you, honestly. You're a hundred, hundred, hundred percent right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Because I think it's something where it's like you're comfortable. Like you're comfortable mm-hmm. with the people you grew up with. Exactly. You're comfortable with the people that you've yeah. known. You've come to, you're comfortable doing what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. That's not always good mm-hmm. for you, man. Like I read um, this book. What is it called? It's called Badass Habits. It's like a sequel or prequel of Atomic Habits, I think. Okay. Um, but in that, it like talks about, you know, the habits like you have, um, in relation to the people you surround yourself with, like say you're trying to quit drinking and you surround yourself with everyone who's drinking, you're not going to stop drinking. (laughs) You're sabotaging yourself really. So it's honestly all about the discipline you have about like, it's it's about the discipline you want to have. You can say you have discipline, but like, to what extent? You know, right. you can't pick. I feel like, to, like personally, you can't pick and choose discipline. Like, I honestly had a negative relationship with like just discipline because it just sounds so harsh and cruel. But discipline in all aspects of your life is the only way to like get what you want. You know, what you want most. But yeah. Yeah, because you're. You, it's an un- discipline is kind of like an understanding of I need to do mm-hmm. this to get to where I want to be. And to yeah. do this, I have to do it every day. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to like if you want to go that route, mm-hmm. that's the other thing, too. Maybe cutting back on certain like the drinking example is perfect. Mm-hmm. You go from drinking every single day to deciding I'm done. Maybe mm-hmm. that's not the best way. Maybe it's let me cut back on it yeah and gradually gradually yeah. but that requires discipline too mm-hmm. like it all requires like to me it gets back to talk is cheap bro like, yo, you <laughs> right. can't just talk about it it's not gonna work you and when you were planning your your recent event mm-hmm. you guys discussed it sure but mm-hmm. you made it happen mm-hmm. you took the action to do it mm-hmm. you know that's what it is yeah Talking just feels so good. That's why people just stop there. They get their dopamine just from having the conversation, and then they, they don't need any more, right. you know, feel-good... Um, what is it called? Um, That's terrible. I'm a psychologist. I know student. what you mean, though. I know what you mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways. <laughs> they feel good enough. They feel good enough, and they don't do anything about it. And then it just ends there, and then they have to talk about it again, and it's just like a like a cycle like you can talk about it and then that like happiness will die down and then you don't have the motivation to you know build upon what you were talking about right but yeah that's another thing like motivation you can't depend on motivation you're not always going to be motivated and I didn't believe that like I always felt like oh you know like I'm not motivated to do this right now so I'm not going to do it but it th- it's discipline like exactly. it's about what you want to do the most and what you have to do but like once people have a happy uh not a happy have a positive relationship with discipline and see it as something they need to do in order to achieve what they want to achieve it's honestly life-changing like it sounds really simple to say but Oh, discipline. Oh my god. I love it. Honestly, I love it. It's 
Yeah. You you just need to implement it in every single aspect of your life, though, in my opinion. But I agree, man. I've said this on the show before, but a quote, you mentioned some quotes. I'm going to mention a quote. Yes, It was actually from Wiz Khalifa. (laughs) Okay. He said something that always really stuck with me. He's like, try to get, try to be like productive in at least one thing every day. Mm. So for him, like, I'm sure you might've been talking about like music. Maybe he's not Mm -hmm. recording a song every single day, but do some sort of edit or do some Mm -hmm. sort of, you know what I'm saying? And one percent, just the one percent. Exactly. Because you're right. Like not every day you're going to be. Absolutely. It's not, it's not realistic. No, it's not realistic. And like those people, honestly, like you can also not feel fulfilled by that too, because you're just draining yourself trying to, you know, go, 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 go. But you're not really sitting with yourself and listening to your body at the end of the day. Right. But yeah. This is real shit, man. You're definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely a very, very like wise beyond your years. Thank you. you. Know? And I, I definitely see the the work that you've put in. Thank you. With both your ventures, creative ventures, psychology yes. ventures, and actually, I saw on your you have a like a business going to Ivy's Corner. Ivy's Corner. Ives yes. Corner. Ives I'm Corner. gonna change the name soon. Okay. But um, yeah, I started that after first year of university everything honestly started after first year of university um but i started that to like if you scroll all the way down like i don't even know how many people out like six seven hundred like i started out just taking a topic and just writing like a whole paragraph on it okay. just just to kind of voice my opinions about and my and, like my perspectives and then I would have people commenting and have conversations with me. Um, but again, I just wanted to create that page in hopes to just create a community at the end of the day. So people, you know, can look at things, look at like posts and, you know, have something to reflect upon. Right. Because there's nothing without reflection. Like if you go to sleep at the end of the day without reflecting on what you did, you're not really going to. You don't necessarily, you're not necessarily going to do better the next day. Right. Um, but yeah, in terms of Ives Corner, I'm kind of setting it as a foundation for when I'm, you know, a qualified therapist so that I can just add that on and have that be another service I provide. Very nice. But for now, I sell guided journals through there. Um, I have a like daily text messaging subscription. Um, where I send like whoever is subscribed like a quote of like motivation, inspiration, you know, reflection, any any kind of thing that saw that yeah. I really like that. Yeah, and it was two dollars twenty two cents. Yeah, two dollars two twenty. There's any meaning behind that? I just like angel numbers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The numbers look cool. Exactly. There we go. It's honestly appealing on a business like perspective too. Right. So. That's very cool, man. That's a great, great idea. Mm-hmm. Anything, like, even, like, the quotes and stuff like that, every little bit helps. Exactly. So much nonsense, especially on the phone, like, social media. Like, We're all victims of it. We're all honest. victims yeah. of it. If <laughs> one, like, a little positive thing every mm-hmm. day, I think it'll help, you know? Mm-hmm. And, it's, and I make sure to send in the morning so that, like, hopefully people, like, wake up to that. Yeah. You know, that's the first thing they see. Maybe not some people if they wake up earlier, but yeah. That's a great idea. 
Mm-hmm. Very good. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> so you're deep in the creative world, deep in, well, you're in the creative world, you're yes. in the psycho, I don't know what deep <laughs> means, but something, when I, when I, I've talked to other females in the creative world before, and I like mm-hmm. to ask this question because it's always an interesting answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> How do you feel? Do you feel more com- that other girls are more comfortable working with you in, uh, like, for example, photo shoots or creative direction than maybe they would be working with guys? Do I like it? Or do you feel do that you way? Do you feel that? Oh, 100%. Right. 100%. It, I don't know if it's a Toronto thing, but, like, there's definitely a lot of men that make others feel uncomfortable like that. I've had so many women come to me um, telling me about that, and it's honestly very sad but that's again why i try to steer away from people who i can't relate with you know i I don't work with people who i can't relate with and i encourage everyone to not work with people that they they just don't have anything in common with and in turn that'll steer you away from creeps (laughs) real shit and i asked that too because i think it's just like having standards Mm mm-hmm like, no, I don't need to do what this person wants me to do mm-hmm. I, if I don't fuck with them. Exactly. You know, and that's that's part of growing up, too, where it's like, I don't really like you. And yeah. <laughs> that's cool. You know, keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Every experience is not an experience you need to have. Well said. You know, um, that's definitely something I had to learn on my own when I like started off in the industry. Because I was just kind of, like, taking on everything. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, like, I'm getting these opportunities. Let me just go for it and, you know, build my portfolio and my experiences. But, like, in hindsight, I did not need to do all of those things. Right. there was only a couple things that I did that really, you know, led me to where I am now. Like, no, no regrets or anything. It's just, <clears throat> I think it's just, like, how it goes sometimes. But... For people who are starting out, I always say, like, anyone who's ever asked me for advice, I always say every, t- every like, opportunity is not something you need to experience. Like, just don't do it just because someone's offering you that. But, yeah. That's great advice, man, because it's, like, kind of a weird balance where sometimes you got to do things to get out of your comfort zone, but you shouldn't do things that you're uncomfortable with as like a human you know exactly like it's two different <laughs> ways it's two different types of com- uncomfortable mm-hmm. you know and I, I like that you spoke <clears throat> on that too because it's like you've done enough now mm-hmm. that you've earned the right to be selected yeah P- exactly. a little picky exactly no we we're not gonna work together yeah. it is what it is. like and that's good man that's i think growth too and honestly like speaking on um what you asked me about women feeling uncomfortable there's a lot of women I know put up with it just because they might be working with like a bigger brand or something like right. that. And that's even sadder because there's like sacrificing their, you know, values and morals just because they're kind of like desperate to just be yes. put on that. That's a harsh reality, but no, nah, you're absolutely right. It's like, fuck that man. Like, yeah, and absolutely. easy for me to say, easy I, I know, to say, I right? know, but, but at least you acknowledge it, you know? From uh, some, like, an outside perspective, it's Mm -hmm. like, yo, you don't... And I'm saying this not as, like, on some feminist stuff or on Mm -hmm. some anything. It's as a person. feminism. That's a good... (laughs) Maybe we dive into that, too. But I feel you. Like, to me, it's about 
uh, just being a person in general. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, yeah. a, a, a woman shouldn't have to put up with bullshit. A guy shouldn't have to put Absolutely. up with bullshit. That is, you know, but at the same time, you got to stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. And people are thing. scared because they don't want to, you know, like word travels fast. They don't want to not put up with something because they won't ever get the opportunity, like any opportunity sure. again. It's just... Yeah. It's true, which is it's why I said, too. like, what you guys do, where I view it kind of underground, and what I mean by that is, mm-hmm. how are you going to, you can't blackball me, yeah, like, yo, we not. make our own shit, <laughs> exactly. like, and I love that. Yeah, You don't sure. fuck with me, like, you don't like how I move, I have my own shit going. And that's honestly fine. Like, if that's you don't, if you don't like me, that's absolutely fine. That means we don't align, and we don't need to be in each other's spaces. There We're we just, go. it's just going to come out as a negative experience and i don't think anyone wants that no one wants that real shit because i think that's a view of of, uh like a a, like being strong Mm -hmm. like that's just being strong like yo i see this with a lot of a lot of girls and with a lot of males too like want to be liked by everyone Mm -hmm. you want to do what everyone tells you to do like Mm -hmm. that's bullshit bro Mm -hmm. like Like, i i get it like you know humans crave validation but can't be without the self-respect exactly <laughs> the validation exactly. means nothing if you're if you don't even know who you are at the end of the day exactly you know? i see not, like not to go down politics but like i see it a lot where someone says something that other people feel is controversial and then they publicly apologize and they're mm-hmm. like crying and shit like bro you said it it's exactly. not the end of the world <laughs> keep moving man um, you know what i mean yeah 100 percent always interesting shit to talk about this was a very very yes. very like versatile conversation oh, thank you really love I'm it so happy to be here i appreciate that man what um uh, what do you kind of see as the next steps for you and let's start with the creative world hmm. uh creative world i really want to get into short films mm. i don't know if you were like asking specifics but i love that really want to get into short films i I feel like I have the vision to really produce something like heartfelt. Um, but yeah, in terms of like direction, that modeling I do like here and there, not really, mm-hmm. but um, that that's like if an opportunity arises. But yeah, in terms of creative, I think short films are next. I'm excited just yes. hearing that. that and like, and events. And events, yeah, yes. and events. Both of them seem the, there's events. I can't wait to pull up to the next one, hundred yes. percent. The short film, I I already know your short film will have a very, <laughs> you know, very unique feel to it. Thank very you. Very creative. Who who? What kind of stuff do you like to watch? Except oh, the Matrix. I <laughs> um, I really got into Stanley Kubrick last yeah last year last to last year, and I just went like. Not crazy, but just <laughs> I just love his work. Have you the watched Shining? The Shining, um, The Clockwork Orange, mm, that's a wild um, one. Eyes Wide Shut, 2001 Space Odyssey. Eyes Wide Shut is with Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, with Tom Cruise. Um, other than that, I love like just like psych thrillers. Okay. I feel like they're really, yeah, I love them. I have a whole, I can show you after this, but I yeah, have yeah. like a whole movie list and I, yeah i love i love watching films so do i i, I have a list as well yeah <laughs> what uh what's your favorite type of era like 
because each year and has different style you know what i mean yeah i don't i i don't know that much to be honest yeah it varies i don't like yeah i couldn't tell you because i don't have like a collection of like okay this year this came out so this is what i like but you like what you like exactly (laughs) love that and then with the on the psychology side of things psychology side i'm starting my master's uh next month that's a two and a half year program and then after that um i'll be a qualified psychotherapist and then from there i'll see where it takes me that's amazing (laughs) i really really like the contrast like you Mm -hmm. got your creative world you got your professional world Mm -hmm. that's so cool man it's an amazing balance honestly i i not to say i wouldn't like how my life would be without like either or but it just i like the balance is phenomenal i feel like everyone should have a balance especially when you're creative i feel like it's important to have a balance but i agree man that's that's what makes life fun too Mm -hmm. you can do whatever exactly you can do whatever (laughs) you seen the sopranos no you gotta watch you don't have to watch it but i recommend (laughs) okay there's such good therapy Mm -hmm. scenes in that show okay i think she's a psychiatrist so okay maybe not the exact same but okay you might fuck with that. it I'll add it to my list <laughs> add it to the list add it to the list but man i really appreciate this is a super dope conversation thank you anything you would like to bring up plug promote share floor um, is yours just follow my instagram for more content for anything i create um are you going to add it or should I just type it I'll out? I'll put it up for sure. What, uh, spell it out. Spell it out. Uh, I-V-N-E-E-T-S-I-R-A. There we go. We'll Sarah. put it on the screen too. Yes. Dope. <laughs> Amazing, man. Well, I really appreciate you. Thank Amazing you. Amazing conversation. A lot of gems in this. I feel like you could take some good quotes for your text stuff. Yes, absolutely. From this conversation. <laughs> but I really appreciate you. Like, comment, subscribe. Keep a lookout for some dope events, dope art. Fucking out here, man. Let's get it.